0: Welcome to Married by Design. Our heart, our actions, and our emotions. How do the three of these relate? How do we actually begin to do the things that we know we should do? That's what we'll be looking at on this episode of Married by Design. The purpose of the Married by Design podcast is to encourage couples to enjoy all that God has for them in their marriage relationship. Welcome to this this week's episode of Married by Design. This whole series on handling life's issues is about helping you to look at areas of your life that you want to change and actually see lasting change, not only for you, but also maybe for people around you that you can informally encourage and counsel. This series will give you the tools and understanding you need to actually biblically counsel other people. We certainly hope that as you understand these principles that you can not only help yourself but also be an encouragement to others.
1: There are so many people around us that are struggling with so many issues, they don't know how to handle the issues of life. They try man's methods and they become frustrated and discouraged. That's where you can come in. God can use you in their lives as you share with them God's principles for real lasting change.
0: That's right. And we'd encourage you if you're just starting with us in this series to go back to the beginning and to listen to all the episodes before this one. We're laying the foundation to understand the process of change. And we started last week looking at the relationship between the heart, the doing, and our emotions. Last week, we looked at the heart. The heart is a place where we think, reason, and that's what leads us to action. We suggested to you that if you want to see change in your behavior, you need to look at your heart first. It's out of the heart that flows the issues of life, as Jesus said. It's out of the heart that we determine our actions.
1: That's where the connection between the heart, doing, and feelings is. Out of our heart, our own desires, goals, and thinking comes the actions. That's what we'll be looking at today, the doing. But we also need to understand that out of our doing and out of our heart, there are resulting feelings. We can't control our feelings, but they are an indication and a fruit of the way that we live our life. And we'll get into that later in the series.
0: Okay, let's look at the doing. Again, don't forget that you have to start with the heart. If your heart is full of selfishness, promoting yourself and following your own desires, you will naturally do the wrong things. We've all seen that in our lives in areas of anger, lust, and fear. It's out of our heart that we cultivate the wrong thoughts that lead us to do the wrong things. And when you finally realize that and change your heart in the areas that matter, you will naturally see a change in your actions.
1: We'll suggest to you a couple of passages that will draw this out. The first one is in 2 Corinthians chapter 7. That's a passage we've already looked at as it relates to repentance. Repentance is a turning, turning around. It's a realization that we've been going the wrong way, and so we make a U-turn to go in the other direction. But note that it starts in the heart.
0: Paul has been writing some truth to the Corinthians. He has corrected them and challenged them already in the letter of 1 Corinthians. He writes that he made them grieve by his letter. He confronted them about truth. And apparently the truth had settled in their hearts. There was a correction in their thinking. They had realized that they were wrong, and as a result, they were going to do that U-turn. A complete change in the direction, a change in their action and what they did.
1: Let me read the passage from verse 10 through 11. For godly grief produces a repentance that leads to salvation without regret, whereas worldly grief produces death. For see what earnestness this godly grief has produced in you, but also what eagerness to clear yourselves, what indignation, what fear, what longing, what zeal, what punishment. At every point you have proved yourselves innocent in the matter.
0: Again, remember this started with Paul addressing their heart and their understanding of truth. They came to grips with the truth and how they were not doing the right things. This is what led to their repentance and turning the other way. He says in verse 10 that they had a godly grief that produced repentance. They had a grief over the truth that Paul had confronted them with, and it changed their actions.
1: The actions are seen in verse 11, the earnestness that this godly grief produced, and eagerness, indignation, a zeal. Paul is writing to them now to encourage them because they really took the word of God to heart, and it resulted in change. Change in their attitudes, and change in their life. They wanted to make things right and fix it.
0: There it is, the Word of God working with the Spirit of God that made a change in the Corinthians' heart. And as a result of that heart change, they were led to action. Again, any change starts in the heart, but it will naturally lead to action. Many people ask and wonder why they're not changing their actions. That's because they're mechanically trying to control themselves and doing what's right without addressing their heart.
1: If you deal with your heart, your actions will naturally flow out of it. Let's look at an example. Um, The book of James is all about this apostle writing to believers and encouraging them to see that what is in the heart should naturally be played out in their actions. What they believe should affect all that they do. And saying it in another way, what they do
0: demonstrates what they really believe and what is in their heart. James uses the example of Abraham in verse 21 of chapter 2. Was it not Abraham, our father, justified by works when he offered his up his son Isaac on the altar? You see that faith was active along with his works, and faith was completed by his works. And the scripture was fulfilled that said, Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him as righteousness, and he was called a friend of God.
1: So what's in the heart leads to action. What was in Abraham's heart? Faith and trust in God. As a result of what was in his heart, he was willing to offer up his son on the altar. Abraham's trust in God was so complete that it flowed out into what he did. If Abraham didn't trust God, he would have made up some excuse and disobeyed God. But as Hebrews says, he believed that God could even raise his son from the dead. As a result of the faith that was in his heart, it naturally flowed into obedience.
0: So here's the challenge. Look at what you're doing and ask the question, where's your heart? Are you believing, remembering, and living by the truth of God's word? Is there a desire to glorify God in your heart, or is it a desire to fulfill your own wants and needs? Are you living for your own glory, or are you living for God's glory? Those are the kind of questions that get down to the heart.
1: Let's look at it in terms of a marriage relationship. If you see in your relationship with your spouse a tendency to argue instead of communicate, blame-shifting, belittling, tearing them down, and being impatient, that demonstrates what's in your heart. You're focused on what you want and doing all you can to get it. You're focused on your own desires and not glorifying God in your marriage relationship. Your doing or your
0: actions are bad because what's in your heart is bad. I think about it. If you express unconditional love to your spouse, if you were incredibly patient with them and kind with them, even they were unkind to you... If you had a tendency to listen to them, to really understand rather than argue with them or defend yourself, if you built them up with your words rather than tearing them down, if you were doing those actions, you would begin to have a fantastic marriage relationship. At least you would be on the way to a fantastic relationship. You're doing all that you can, all that lines up with scripture.
1: And why would you be doing those things? Because your heart is filled with the truth of God's word and the Spirit is empowering you to carry it out. If you have in your heart a desire to glorify God at all costs and to sacrificially love your spouse, you will do those things. Again, we can't say it enough, the actions you do and the words you speak flow out from what's in your heart.
0: Let me read Matthew 15:18 to 20 again. This is what Jesus said, But what comes out of the mouth proceeds from the heart, and this defiles a person. For out of the heart comes evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false witness, and slander. These are what defile a person, but to eat with unwashed hands does not defile anyone.
1: Wow, all those evil, destructive actions flow out of the heart. If you look at the way you're treating your spouse, or looking at the way that you're handling an issue, this means that there's great hope for change. You don't have to be doing the same things over and over. You don't have to just put a Band-Aid on an open wound. You can begin to address the heart when you want to change things in your life, rather than knowing the right things and struggling to try to do that, but ultimately feeling you can't push your way through. That never works.
0: Now you can be filled with hope. Hope because the Lord wants you to work in your heart first. And as a result of changing your heart, your actions will naturally change. That's where it starts. And God wants to work on your heart. This is what we talked about in our last session.
1: You need to let the Word of God and the Spirit of God begin to reformulate your heart, to begin to have the right motivations and the right thinking, to study and read and meditate on God's Word and allow the Spirit of God to give you a new direction in your heart, to give you a heart of flesh, to begin to look at things the way that God does.
0: Yeah, and that's really what the doing is all about. When we move from the heart to the doing, people ask, well, what am I What am I supposed to do? And if you understand, we've said it so many times, it flows out of your heart. If your heart is right, then the figuring out what to do and not do is easy. God gives you his spirit so that in the midst of any situation, he will guide you and show you specifically what he wants you to do and not do. There's also God's word. If we really have a desire to change and we've looked at our heart, we've dealt with our heart, then we go to God, God's Word. God has a number of specific changes in any area, that, things that you can do in your life. This is the process of biblical change. We'll be looking at specific actions for specific struggles and issues in life as we go on with the podcast in this whole series. The way, you know, when you do all that, then you'll begin to change your actions when you change your heart. It'll change the way that you respond to your spouse, or the way that you treat your spouse, the way that you handle the issues of life. As I said, the reality is that we often know specifically what we need to do. The problem is that we don't have the right heart in it, and therefore it never gets done. It's important to understand as we look at what we do that we need to have a plan of specific things that we need to change in our actions, and that's what we'll be covering in future episodes. We will be looking at those areas, areas of anger, lust, and fear. But with each of those actions, we're going to look at the heart that generates those actions. Then we'll begin to look at specific actions and the doing of things that we should do and also things that we should stop. So let me pray for us. Father, I just thank you for the truth of your word that you make it so clear that it starts in the heart and it flows out to the doing, God. Lord, I pray for anybody right now that has a desire to change an issue in their heart, that you would use your word, use your spirit, and begin to change them. And out of that, that their actions would change, that they would see and understand those specific things that they need to do that maybe they already know that they just need to put into practice, and they need the power of your spirit to do that. So enable them to do that and help them in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks for being with us this week on Married by Design. We would encourage you if you have questions, you can email us at marriedbydesign01 at gmail.com. And we always encourage you to share this podcast with others so they can hear the good news of God's desire to help them, to help them to change and have a life that honors Him and that they truly enjoy. As we said before, people around you, need to know that they are able to change and they don't have to be stuck in the situation that they're in. Well, next week on Married by Design, we're going to look at the feeling level. We've looked at the heart and a basic understanding of how to address the heart. We've looked at the doing level and the concept of specific things that we'll be learning about that we need to put into practice as a result of the heart. That's what we'll be covering next time on Married by Design.